Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. I'm Michelle Fife. And Jimmy and I are going to be doing some traveling in October, uh, October 6th through 9th. We're going to uh, Cartoon Crossroads Columbus, Columbus, Ohio, for a festival. We're going to do some talking and bring in uh, probably a good healthy sampling of our bibliographies uh, to, to uh, sell at our tables. Baltimore Comic Con, October 28th through the 30th, uh, is uh, wrapping things up in October. Uh, Baltimore Comic Con, 28th through 30th. Uh, and on October 22nd, Jimmy is going to be at the Jacksonville Public Library for a zine festival. Going to be the man of the hour there. Stop by and say hi to Jim if you are in town. The 2022 official cartoonist Kayfabe-tober drawing prompts for uh, Inktober are right here, man. Take a snapshot of that, screen cap that, and share your drawings with us. Uh, hashtag us uh, at on uh, Instagram and you can at us on Twitter and we will share uh, a bunch of this artwork as we go the videos are brought to you by the books that we make Michelle Fife has a new issue of Copra out in the wild right now issue number 43 congratulations man on Thanks, thousands of pages of uh, of Copra comics you could get these comics and subs not subscribe right you could no not okay, for this uh, round uh, yeah okay cool uh, make uh, you could get Copra Comics in single issue format uh, from Michelle Fife. Go to michellefife.com. Image handles the book collections of Copra, so your comic shop could get those quite easily. And there is going to be a master collection Image is putting out in November. It's going to collect the first 12 issues of uh, Copra. Jimmy has Hulk Grand Design on the shelves right now. Monster and Madness, compiling the rich history of Incredible Hulk into two issues of jam-packed comics that are going to be collected into a treasury edition uh, at the end of the year hopefully in time for christmas and street angel deadliest girl alive trade paperback is back in print collecting all of his image comics street angel work right now i have uh two trade paperbacks of red room uh out in the wild uh trigger warnings is the new one that is in stores at the end of september every story is self-contained so grab any of these trades you don't got to start at the beginning the new stuff is the best stuff and uh it will be until the next book comes out because you know the latest is always the greatest so scoop up these comics support uh the channel support us as cartoonists and support making these videos without further ado let's take a look at detective comics 593 uh get a little brave wait ed where are your uh, latex gloves because <laughs> this is part of my history. Yes, this sir. This is one of my earliest comics that I got. Extremely well read, man. Like this, <laughs> this is the exact era. Like I love when comics are like this, man. Yeah. Because this says a lot. Like this is extremely well read. I projecting would bet that you lost a lot of comics because you read them so much. Yeah, this is one of the only survivors. Exactly. Yeah. I know what you mean. Coverless. So, I mean, it comes off. I mean, yeah. Absolutely, man. So, like, I could tell that this has been read a lot of times. I have Batman comics that have the same tactility. Mm -hmm. And when you talk floppy, like, the floppiness of it. So, I'm very... It is not lost on me how important <laughs> this comic sure. is, man. Sure, sure. And you know what's interesting is, like, you got a couple years on me. You know, you're born in the late 70s. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm 82, and I was collecting Batman, like, straight off the racks, like, as a little boy. Uh, the 88 Detective Comics, it's a little before my time, because you could never trust... You could never reliably get Detective Comics at, like, the grocery store. Mm -hmm. It was newsstand. Like, this is a newsstand copy. But uh, Batman, the title Batman, sold 
in more volume and was easily available but like the title you know that's a vestige of the old days right sure. detective comics like sure. i don't want detective comics i want batman sure they don't help themselves with this logo either put the bat signal behind this exactly thing, like, or you know detective comics featuring batman like sell us i got hip i totally got hip but this is detective comics this is, this is with with batman you know in it well for me as long as it had batman on the cover that's it I'm taking it home. Yeah. And I think I got that one at a Walden Books in the mall. That's that's. So it wasn't even, like, it certainly wasn't a comic shop. That didn't come until later. But I would usually get them at, like, 7-Elevens or the market. So I've never read this issue. Me either. And such a pleasure to read uh, this go-around in preparation for this conversation. You know one thing I always made note of? It's not really on the cover here. When when we get to Batman, I'll I'll bring it up. But uh, love the splash page with the torn uh, spiral-bound... Uh, paper stuff. Story by John Wagner and Alan Grant, two of the workhorses of 2000 AD comics, uh, Judge Dredd, and when those guys came across the book, they are to me like unsung heroes of the British invasion mm-hmm. because those guys they they weren't they weren't trying to punch above their weight class. These are good pulp comic writers, very used to that small seven-page format. Yeah. So to have 22 pages mm-hmm. is such a luxury. Uh, they're masters of the one and done, and that and that's their lane. They knew their lane, and they kind of stuck with it, man. So when the younger guys, because Wagner, like he was writing Judge Dredd comics for, from the his first appearance, I'm pretty sure, uh, he wasn't punching above his weight class, trying to do the next Watchmen, or trying to do Batman Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. Give him the regular Batman title. He's he's right. going to show and prove, and he's going to get his same kind of Judge Dredd isms. Where he's doing a little parody, like bringing in a little bit of like topics of the day. Uh, a big part of this story is the argument that people make for veganism, uh, <laughs> with because there's cannibalism in sure, here. Sure. And his whole gimmick is I need to induce as much fear into your organ meats and shit like that before <laughs> right. I cook you. Right. And that's the argument that I've heard vegans say that like why it's not good to eat meat because of the fear hormones and chemicals inside right. of cows before they're slaughtered. And right, stuff. the conditions of the animals before they're right. right. I loved Brayfogle stuff. He was I was buying some of these things off the newsstand at the time, and I, looking at it stuff now or trying to understand it as I've gotten older, it's the variation in line weight that that was really different. And you see it like in the lines on his forehead where that is a heavy brush line. You yeah. see it in some of the reflection, just some of the way the line is handled here. That range was not something I saw in most of those guys, you know, because yeah. I mean, late '80s we're getting into now, uh, you know, the Jim Lee's, the Scott Williams kind of pen lines. This was really different looking to me, and I always associate that with Bray Fogle, and I think of it, even though he's not inking this, I think of it as like contrast, Yeah. where like you've got super fine lines and you've got this super heavy line, and, and not a lot of artists do that in comics. <laughs> I think another uh, sort of parody piece or a commentary on uh, topics of the day is we got a we got a kooky fella, man, who got a clean bill of health from Arkham Asylum. He's fresh out. Uh, that oh, seems like Reagan politics. Exactly. In the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and also, uh, he just has to stay on his meds and everything's going to be a okay. And what's the first thing he's going to do? Not be on those meds. Right. When he gets out, and this is the result. 
Looks like a goddamn scrotum scrotum head. <laughs> does look like a scrotum. Absolutely. <laughs> Total ball sack head. How about the uh, page layout? Like not following any kind of, you know, not a grid or anything. Capturing the, the mania mm -hmm. of our of our killer. Is this a one and done villain? Like like he's special just for for this issue? I'm I'm not that's not Zaz or somebody. No, right? no, no. He's he's appeared maybe a couple times. Okay. I'm not, you know, I'm not really uh I, I don't know about modern Batman comics they might have resurrected him yeah. but this is kind of a done-in-one character for this creative team that's a, sure. that's the Rambo to, to totally, torture rack totally, too absolutely. by the way also I you love this rhythm that. that's, that's for the viewer out there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love this sort of uh rhythm right here where it's like the wind-up and then the payoff but you don't see it it's not gratuitous it's it's factored into the design of it and and you know comics as sexuality like and, and the fight scenes in superhero comics as as Sex? Yeah. There's a little, sure, yeah. little facial gimmick. How about doing montages in like a third page, thir third size of the page panel? Like, you, like I don't have enough space here, enough panels. Let me uh, really put some a lot of information in here. Using this feller's heartbeat as like a through line for the montage. That's some pretty wild stuff. See, it's a humane killer because he, he just has a heart attack before he starts getting... Uh, Turned to a pin cushion. He's got to time it right. Yeah. Very dramatic for, uh, foreshortening to an exaggeration in Bray Fogel's work. Comics code approved, baby. Yeah. So after this grisliness, ain't one speck of red in there. And uh, the implications of the results, we'll say. Pushing out the extra parts in a shopping cart down yeah. the stairs. And, and, and by the way, <laughs> more of that cheeky John Wagner stuff. He's really making fun of vegan shit. Because like co-op stores, that's like hippie shit. Go to the co-op. Again, solid grid for the page, but then for this page, it's a little bit fancier. You feel that, right? Like that's a tough window to to bust. It's through. good range too of just like body language, action, being a detective. No wasted line work. Like you, you know the score about the setting, the environment, man. Real, real shoddy. Todd Klein letter. Yeah. Is that true? Check it out. There it is. Nice. Why'd you say that? I, di I didn't catch the name in the credits, and it's we usually note when we see a Todd Klein. So. It doesn't really stand out in this way where it's like it's, it's not like stuff. a yeah, it's early. Pretty cool, man. I would have loved this comic if I saw it on the racks. I feel like that coloring is a uh, a Comics Code Authority attempt to like get away with having organs floating in this dude's soup pot. <laughs> well, think about like a, a heart boiling, a couple hearts, maybe a little pink. Sure. I think. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> getting rid of the excess, waving it off. What we're getting with this lettering here is the, our fellow's inner monologue. That's his journal, yeah. Yeah. Gets caught by a uh, security guard, and we learn that our fellow has some powers. Some psychic powers, man. It could make, fool you into thinking. And when I saw this, I was like, is this guy, is this a clay face? You know, because he kind of like turns away. and Yeah, like, shapeshifter. Yeah, is he just kind of clay face in it? Yeah, I don't think he physically changes. I think he makes you think he yeah. looks like yeah. people. I, I think they say that at some point in the issue to explain it. But for now, it's a mystery. Walking him back to her flat. And who's there? See, this is the shit, dude, where... This ain't Jim Aparo. No, I love that kind mm -hmm. of Batman. It feels really planted and physical and big. Oh, you know something? Like just, just the nerdy... I mean, this is the... Even, like, all the lines coming out. Yeah. I, I've, I've never 
once had this conversation and cartoonist kayfabe is the perfect platform (laughs) to to like lay it out there but the gray of batman's gray outfit is not great we know what that would require it would be like black zipatone right Mm -hmm. this is 25 percent cyan 25 percent magenta so it's really it's a purple that is the gray if they no yellow in there i mean maybe some yellow but but I think when you when you add yellow to it, it's a it's a um it's like the, the it's the, that okay. olive olive brown, so all this time it's really like a purple and blue like the cops pants or the security guys pants yeah exactly but I always noticed that as a kid because like you would see the sections where there would just be zipatone or like in newspaper strips zip that's that's gray mm-hmm. but this is blue and uh, magenta making that stuff up it's a very warm gray. No, Brayfogle's the master of that upshot, the Batman. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's looking to the side, but usually his iconic look is, like, head-on. Yeah, I feel like he's way more into anatomy than I realized this time. Because when he goes on to do Prime, it's like, that could be a bodybuilding magazine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it all made sense and, and felt right. But you get these glimpses of it here, knowing now what we know. The colorist shows up a lot. Like, in terms in times of high action, you get hot background colors. And then when it's a little bit more chill, he allows the they allow the 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 cooler, more subdued colors of the palette to. One thing show I up. see in modern colorists sometimes is like they they'll they'll make it uh like local color right. So if if we have a room and it's green or whatever, then they're all going to be green. Yeah, and it can be the most boring thing you could possibly do. On Absolutely. Page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the flow of this right here, just that diagonal. And the punch going up, you know, right, left, left, yeah. right, going up, going down. It's interesting when you have a... Uh, you can a, really feel that punch. Totally. And when you have a set of lines that almost touch panel border to panel border, it almost creates new panels, too. We should say, too, this is uh, Batman grabbing the wrong person. Yeah. Or beating up the wrong person. Because he's, he's succumbing to the right. hypnotism also. And this guy, you could tell he's a maniac because, like, he had Batman. He could have got out of the situation, but he just can't help himself. Well, he's looking for a guy. So he sees a guy and a girl walk in. He's going to attack the guy, thinking he's the killer. Yeah. So he got suckered. Dude does get a shot in. He does, man. Right in, right in the meats. Right in that thigh piece. And now it becomes an exercise of, we need to instill some fear into you because you're probably going to be a real tasty morsel. Ties him up to the Rambo joint. You do get some red blood there. He continues writing in his little journal. <laughs> this <laughs> image, I feel like, is a famous image. I, I've, I've seen this reprinted in cards or other... I, I've seen this image. Maybe in Wizard Magazine when they talk about Brave Football. I don't know. But uh, now it becomes an exercise in trying to... This is that kinky, weird shit where it's like... The bad guy can't get hard if... Uh, if you don't scream for him, mm-hmm. and Batman ain't gonna give him that that grace. Yeah, he's trying different different ways to scare Batman. This one is so sick, dude. <laughs> where he's got it turns into, you know, uh, what the heck's the bad guy from uh, Ronin, the big demon thing? Oh yeah, biting on his head, and Batman is nonplussed. Listen, I know this is parlor tricks. This is nonsense. Uh, it's like the rule of threes, also, where this dude tried a couple of things. Now I'm going to hit you right in the jewels. Uh, because maybe he could even read minds a little bit. Because he knows about the origin. 
Also, he has our guy totally bound up and isn't just the least bit curious to like peek under the hood. Yeah, seriously. Keeps coming back to Abraham Lincoln and you mentioning John Wagner and uh, Judge Dredd. Yeah. It feels like that's something that's written in there. Sure. S some cheekiness there. Yeah. This writing seems interesting because it's John Wagner and, and Alan Grant. Grant. And I don't know how they divided. Like, I don't know who did what. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I always wonder about that when you see two writers on a project, especially like this, because they wrote together a lot. Yeah, for like the first year. And then John Wagner left and then it was just Alan Grant for a while. But it was especially weird back then. You never really saw two writers. No. That's a really nice page in terms of like just Batman showing off Absolutely. And, and looking good. Absolutely. Brayfoot was one of the uh, few dudes at this time that would do this like really emote Mm -hmm. the the, mm -hmm. the batman face one big eye one small eye eyes of concern like really right. really pushing those facial expressions on the cowl it's right. a good it's a good page to talk about his expressiveness too like you see him really pushing it through these both of these pages yeah yeah it's like cartoonish but not bigfoot cartoon it's just it's just animated yeah yeah he was a guy recognized the cartooning and back in the day even where it was like this is weird because it's not the over rendered style mm -mm. but it sometimes it looks super cool and you know what i would expect out of an action superhero comic and then other times it was like oh yeah it's almost bugs bunny or something well he was weird because he painted realistically yeah. like he was a painter who also understood ink yeah and that's super rare and he knew what he was doing like he knew the material that's what he was doing here it's just quick ink lines i don't think he inked this issue though no he didn't I think it's Steve Steve Mitchell. Yeah. When you get pure black without any blue or any light shining, like that that really is strong to me. It's cool. It's nearly space ghost. Yeah, it's good mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, I love that these panels. He has a couple of these triangle panels that are like the same as the knife shape. Mm -hmm. And he's now, getting off in that last one. Oh, that totally. Corner panel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just dry humping his leg like a chihuahua. Just can't wait. And uh, this splash right here is akin to the like the great Billy Graham Black Panther when he's tied up to to the cross just like pulling off like you feel the whole power of it it's on the page turn mm -hmm. it Thank feels God. mean they could have fucked that up they could have fucked that up with ads and shit um, and and still more of that hot background so you're getting a climax so it's all reds oranges all all heat they're throwing a fastball here I always connect it to uh, Steve Ditko's famous Spider-Man oh, scene sure. where he's lifting. Absolutely. This is just crushing down, but it's the same sort of momentum. Yeah. And this is that classic shot I was talking about, just that almost at a Dutch angle, looking up at Batman. Still Earth in the really perfected that. post-Dark Knight, giant chunky bat signal on the chest. So good. Yeah, and then subduing, like pushing our dude uh, into the background in a certain way even though he's up front yeah with the uh zipidone yeah yeah that low angle is something he does quite a bit that's really effective i like how these characters lean in mm -hmm. you know stirk and batman they're they're like parallels and then once batman throws the knife back now they're leaning the other direction mm. i was staring at these like hingy knees like this one <laughs> right there dude which is out in out in really crazy the only time he has that emotion in uh -huh. the book yeah it's it's it's, it's he is now lack of power mode. That policeman's face is pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> is that the creeper? I feel like that guy's just in shock. <laughs> He's just had a knife at his throat from a psycho. And... Another good page turn piece. And not letting the cape get in the way of the action or anything. Just push that cape in the background. That The cape is not important. Mm -hmm. No. We need to see this dude getting jacked up. Right. Kind of a this... great Gil Kane treatment. 
how about this right here, man? Where it's just like cut off the black and then fade it out. I, I bet you, I bet you he wanted that to be more gradual. You know what that might be? I was looking at that. It doesn't look intentional. I think it might be the orange color in the back. It was just a block of orange. Oh, you think the orange is overprinting on Batman? Like the oh, orange, right. like the orange cutout Could is be. not those shapes. It's just a block. Right. Yes. You, you I, might be. I think you're right because we don't see. Because you could see anywhere. the red right here on the, you know, right. Just kind of bleeds into it. It doesn't matter. But when it's something like that, yeah. You know what? I'd give it to them. Sure. Whatever. Sure. Like you guys did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, in true Batman comic fashion. You got your bookend. The guy gets out of Arkham. He's got to go back. People started uh, to lean onto this, man. People stole this from Bray Fogle after a while. I, I would see other comics, man, like Vertigo-ish type comics, where they would do this like circle template, weird mm -hmm. eye thing mm -hmm. that uh, I associate with Bray Fogle. And now our boy's getting a little dose of his own medicine for a little bit. Like he's afraid, he's not afraid. It doesn't matter. It's a beautiful ending. Very bipolar. And so uh, that, that's a cool shot of inside the the, the Batmobile. Yeah, yeah, just it's getting so the top sharp. fingers. It's so like, cool. You can tell he's holding on to like a little control. Yeah, you don't need anything else. Pure black, so you just got the face cutting in there. Seeing some of this stuff, it made me think about um, that early round of Sam Keith Sandman stuff when he had like a weird inker. Because mm -hmm. it would be these kind of, it would be cartooning. And there would be these kind of faces and stuff that would show up. I don't know. Talk about the Sandman issues. Sandman issues. Who ranked those? Was it Malcolm, Malcolm Jones? Jones? Yeah. So that's that? a little editorialized yeah, on my part. Yeah, I was gonna part. say. I think that's the, yeah. uh, the, the the kid Fife, the young artist. This is the uh, this is the comic, or you know, all my DC comics. I would rip off the ads, so as to not interrupt the flow of the story. Um, and this, I just, I must have felt. That it needed color. I don't know. <laughs> I never really used these kind of markers anyway. It was just maybe just right next to me at the moment. I'm like, I think this Batman needs a little pink. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. No dude. disrespect. I just, you know, just wanted to be part of the process somehow. I love that shit. I, as a kid, too, you're like pouring over this stuff so closely. So you pointed out some of that kind of overprinting or whatever where you would see the color creeping in. And I remember, like, as a little kid, I remember thinking that. It's possible only I could see that. Like, am I seeing things at a molecular... If I showed this to my mom, would she even notice that? not going to care. <laughs> yeah, and I think that is the Or, or recognize it, right? Yeah. Like, like, what are you talking about? But I was just into this stuff at, at that deep of a level, too. And it was comics, too, for me. Like, I wasn't, like, studying toys or video games. Like, I had those things at my disposal, but it was, the con like, this artifact sure. that I just studied... Absolutely. I'm really surprised that it's still holding up. Yeah, yeah. Like when I, as soon as I felt this, I was like, "Wow, this has to be a survivor," <laughs> because I remember, like, I mean, all of my McFarlane Spider-Mans, I had to replace little bits here and there. Yeah. Uh, my New Mutants. We did an X-Men, like Jim an early X-Men that you did, and I remember whenever we pulled that book out, it, it was just limp. Yeah, totally. You know, like limp. It, it had been like whatever fiber was in that paper had been just destroyed and, from, from reading. And that's the, and that and that one that I still have is the last of my Jim Lee ones. All of my Punisher Jim Lees are gone. Like they just got read yeah. to tatters, uh, moved three, four times as a kid. Yeah. And the folks are just like, listen, yeah. get get it get it new somewhere. Such a good issue to read. We're gonna be doing some uh some bin diving in about an hour, I that's feel right. like. And 
I'm gonna be on a hunt for some of the old detective comics and Batman's that, you can that find I don't those have. too. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a yeah. nice dollar book to find the uh, any any Norm Brayfogle Batman. Yeah, Absolutely, they look so good, but they're well written. They're just solid, solid stories. I, I was looking at my boxes like after we were talking. I started five ninety nine when I start pulling it off the racks, man. So I'm so close. Yeah, but yeah. Yet so far, you guys good to go? Yep. Okay, favors like follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Michelle Fife, tell the people what's out there, man. I got some Copra issues. Uh, go to michellefifa.com. You can get the latest issue. I got a master collection coming out pretty soon, November 16th. It's the uh, first 12 issues of the series. It'll be out by Image Comics. You can find more of my work uh, on the stands right now. Hulk Grand Design Monster Madness. Two issues retelling the 60-year history of the Incredible Hulk. Coming in January will be an oversized treasury collection of all of the uh, Hulk Grand Design plus about 40 pages of extra. You can pre-order that now wherever you buy books. And Street Angel Deadly Girl Live is back in print after almost a year from Image Comics collecting all of my Street Angel comics plus a few extras. You can get that wherever you order books and join me on patreon.com slash jimrug where you can see a lot more of my comics. Red Room Comics in the Wild, man. The Trigger Warnish trade paperback is going to be in stores at, at the end of September. Each of these books is completely self-contained, so you don't have to start at the beginning. Grab the new one if you haven't uh, checked out the first one. You dig it, go back and grab the other one while it's still in print. Uh, you can read my new Red Room Comics at my Patreon, patreon.com slash edpiscor. Three bucks for the archive, over 300 pages worth of stuff up there as we speak. New ships every Tuesday. And uh, for that three bucks, you're going to be able to read all this, this stuff right this second. Uh... What else do we have out there, Jimmy? Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. Another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel. Given those marching orders, Jimmy, we'll be on our way. Read more comics.